Hey everyone, welcome to the ninth episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. A little fun fact to kick off the show here. Uh, today is January 30th, which is also national plan for a vacation day. So <laughs> if you've been putting off making that Disney Cruise Line reservation, what better time to, to take the plunge than on national plan for a vacation day? Um, <laughs> it seems like a, uh, a perfect opportunity to, uh, to go ahead and do that. But um, anyway, let's, uh, <laughs> let's, get to, let's get to it here. Um, so if you listen to our previous episode, we kicked off our showdown series and matched the Disney dream up against the Disney fantasy to determine the best of the dream class ships. And if you remember, it was a close matchup, um, in the beginning, but the fantasy ultimately prevailed, um, winning five of the seven categories. In this episode, the Disney Wonder will square off against the Disney Magic um, in a battle for classic ship supremacy. Um, The Wonder and the Magic, as many of you know, um, are the original ships in the Disney Cruise Line fleet and are different in a lot of ways than their larger Dream Class ships. Um, (laughs) I feel like that's sort of stating the obvious a little bit, but... Um, I just mean that you'll you'll likely have very different experiences on the classic ships versus the dream class ships. And, of course, the most obvious difference uh, is their size. So the Wonder and the Magic are approximately 150 feet shorter than the Dream and the Fantasy, which surprised me a little. Um, I thought the difference would be much larger, but um, but that's what it is. Each has 11 decks. 875 staterooms and carry between 2400 and 2700 passengers the magic was the first ship in the disney cruise line fleet and sailed her maiden voyage on july 30th 1998 and the wonder joined the fleet soon after sailing her maiden voyage on august 15th 1999 the original construction of the two ships was was nearly identical. Um, they they were built basically the same way. They've differentiated a bit more in recent years after um, after a few dry dock visits. And as far as decor goes, the Wonder features Helmsman Mickey on her bow, a statue of Ariel in the atrium lobby, and Donald Duck on the stern, <laughs> along with um, along with one of his pesky nephews. You'll see him out there. Um, threatening to to cut the rope that <laughs> that Donald that Donald's hanging from, um, and like the Disney Fantasy, the Wonder is decorated in the Art Nouveau style. The Magic features Sorcerer Mickey on her bow, a statue of Helmsman Mickey in the atrium lobby, Goofy on the stern, and is decorated in the Art Deco style. So now we'll dive into the comparisons and just a recap, the seven categories I will be using for for the comparisons are dining, stage shows, pool decks, kids activities, shopping, adult activities, and itineraries. And just to get really crazy (laughs) and change things up, um, I'm not going to go in the same order as we did on our previous episode. 
for the classic ships, we're going to start with itineraries because this is this is one of my favorite things about them, and what, in my opinion, what makes them um, really unique and, and separates them the most from the Dream Class ships. Um, in 2018 and 2019, uh, and I'm going to go go through these pretty quickly, so um, so bear with me. Um, in no particular order, the Magic will sail four and five night Bahamian cruises, including Marvel Days at Sea, um, Canadian Coastline and Bermuda cruises out of New York, and um, five night Eastern and Western Caribbean cruises. And as if that wasn't enough variety already, the Magic also spent its summers in Europe sailing all around the Mediterranean, um, into the fjords in Norway, around the British Isles, and makes multiple stops um, in Northern Europe. And oh oh yeah, there's also the the 13-night and 11-night eastbound and westbound transatlantic sailings um, as well. Admittedly, the the Magic is the ship that I've spent the least amount of time on, uh, but with all all these different options available and different itineraries, we're definitely hoping to to sail on it a lot more here in the near future. And not to be outdone, the Wonder offers um, also offers many different options as well. Uh, beginning in January this month um, of 2018, the Wonder began by sailing a four-night Western Caribbean cruise out of Galveston, Texas, before heading to San Juan for three consecutive Southern Caribbean sailings. After that, she heads north to sail Bahamian and Eastern and Western Caribbean sailings out of Port Canaveral, then heads to the West Coast via the Panama Canal before sailing a couple short Baja cruises out of San Diego, and then heads north to spend the summer in Alaska. And once the Alaska sailings are complete, it's back to San Diego and then back to Galveston, um, again via the Panama Canal um, for the remainder of the year where where, um, she'll do sailings out of Galveston. (laughs) <laughs> that was a lot to go through, um, but again, that that's what's so awesome about these ships. They they take you to places outside of the Caribbean where you can where you can really experience so many different environments and diverse cultures. So now that we've kind of given an overview overview of the different itineraries that each sails, um, the tricky part is trying to determine which has the better itineraries. Um, I love Europe, and and there are a lot of places that the Magic sails that I would really like to visit. But for me, Alaska is one of my favorite places that that I've ever been, and it was it was just so fun visiting with Disney Cruise Line, and and I do I do another Alaska sailing in a heartbeat, um, and and I also I really want to do a Panama Canal cruise. I just I I like the the different stops that it that it that it makes. I like the um, the duration of the cruise, and and so so for these reasons, I am giving the edge in the itineraries category to the Disney Wonder. Next up is stage shows, like the Dream and the Fantasy. All the Broadway style stage shows are performed in the Walt Disney Theater, located on deck four forward. Um, there's really not a bad seat in the theater, <laughs> but if you're if you're like me, you like to get to the theater way too early to get a, a center seat. 
um, in one of the the first few rows. And and my wife, my wife always kind of rolls her eyes at me when I tell her that we need to be there a half hour before the show starts um, just to get a a good seat. Um, so that's that's something I always try to do on my sailings. I don't necessarily um, think that you need to be there that early, but um, to each their own, I suppose. As is the case with all the ships in the fleet, the Wonder and the Magic both feature a show that is based on a Disney movie. So Frozen, a musical spectacular, is on the Wonder, and Tangled, the musical, is on the Magic. And of course, each has all your favorite characters and original songs from uh, from those movies and, and does a good job at, at adapting the, the film um, the films to the stage. Both ships also feature Disney Dreams and Enchanted Classic. And this is probably my favorite show um, across all the shows in the fleet and has previously won Best Show Awards in the cruise industry. It's it's really amazing. Um, so definitely recommend checking that one out if, if, if it's the only one that you decide to, to check out. Um, so the premise of the show, after after being read a bedtime story, Peter Pan visits the little girl where they um, where they then embark on an adventure, visiting scenes from from many of your favorite Disney movies um, and their classic songs as well. the The highlight for me is the Circle of Life performance, um, which is a scene I could watch over and over again. It's it's really awesome in this show. Similar to The Dream, The Wonder features the Golden Mickeys, while The Magic offers Twice Charmed, an original twist on the Cinderella story. This, the, this, this show is, is really a lot of fun um, and changes up the ending to the original Cinderella story um, that we all know, where Cinderella never actually has the chance to slip on the glass slipper. So you get to see kind of a what if scenario and uh it's it's a it's a it's a cool little twist on the original story um and a lot of fun on longer sailings both ships also offer remember the magic a final farewell which is which is meant to give guests kind of one last bit of disney magic before disembarkation um, and just features songs and characters from from many of, of Disney's animated classics. Scoring this matchup was really a no-brainer for me. The, the point for the stage shows category goes to the magic. Um, aside from Disney Dreams being performed on both the classic ships, the, the, the magic offers shows that you really you can't see on any other ship. Um, plus, it, it also has Tangled, which happens to be one of my favorite Disney movies. Um, and the adaptation of, of the movie to the stage was, was really well done. So, score one for the magic uh, in the stage shows category. The next category we'll discuss is dining. And leading off, both ships have Animator's Palette. Um, which is designed differently than the spaces on the Fantasy and the Dream. So all four ships across the fleet have animators' palette, um, but in in the re in this restaurant on the the Dream and the and the I'm, I'm sorry 
on the Magic and the Wonder, the the high definition video screens in the restaurant are designed to look um, more like paintings or, or sketches of Disney characters, and and the walls are are adorned with animator sketches of many um, of many Disney characters, and, and and when you enter, the entire room is in black and white, uh, but. But throughout the course of your meal, the, the room slowly transforms and explodes into full color uh, as part of the Drawn to Magic show. So it's, it's, really, it's really cool. It's, it's a lot different than, um, than the experience on the, on the Dream Class ships. And, and uh, I, for one, like it a little bit better on the, on the classic ships. And uh, so... Animator's Palette really is, for me, uh, a can't-miss main dining restaurant experience on all the ships in the fleet. On longer sailings, um, uh, the guests can also enjoy the, the animation magic show uh, where you draw your own character and watch it come to life on screen. So that's, that's cool, too. Moving on, the, the main dining restaurants off the atrium lobbies are Triton's on the Wonder and Lumiere's on the Magic. And keeping it, <laughs> keeping it consistent with the rest of the fleet, these restaurants offer French-inspired dinner menus. Um, Triton's is decorated um, to take you under the sea inside uh, King Triton's Grand Ballroom with aquatic colors, sea-inspired architecture, and, and a massive mural of, of Ariel and her father, um, King Triton. Lumiere's is, of course, named for the, the classic Beauty and the Beast character, and, and this restaurant transports you um, into a grand ballroom with a, a sweeping mural depicting the, the classic dance scene from the movie. So as soon as you step in, it, it really has that, that ballroom feel. And finally, Tiana's place on the Wonder and Carioca's on the Magic round out the main dining restaurants on the classic ships. Tiana's place was recently added to the Disney Wonder um, and is inspired by Princess Tiana from Disney's The Princess and the Frog. This restaurant was designed to provide guests with um, with, with an immersive experience that, that would transport guests to um, kind of a, an old-time, festive, New Orleans-style family gala, complete with live jazz music uh, performed by the, the crawfish crooners, and, and southern home-style cooking. Unfortunately, I've not yet had the chance to experience this restaurant for myself, but I, I've seen nothing but overwhelmingly positive reviews about it um, and just have heard that it's, it's really an awesome awesome experience and and that it might be the the best dining experience across uh the entire fleet so i i can't wait to try it out for myself karaoke's is uh is currently on the magic and is inspired by disney's um the three caballeros and features south american inspired specialties I don't want to spend a whole lot of time going over this <laughs> this main dining restaurant because it will soon be no more. Beginning in mid February, Carioca's will will uh, will close in prep and excuse me in preparation for the Magic's upcoming dry dock, where Carioca's will be um, will be replaced with Rapunzel's Royal Table and 
back in November, I think it was, the, the Disney Parks blog released some information about uh, this, um, uh, this upcoming trans- transformation. And I just want to read a little piece of, of the release. It states, at Rapunzel's Royal Table, your family will delight in an all-new dining experience inspired by the beloved story of Disney's Tangled. The first table service restaurant themed to Tangled that features characters and live entertainment will transport Disney Magic guests to the kingdom of Corona for an evening of music and interactive fun with Rapunzel and the mischievous snuggly duckling thugs. So this sounds awesome. I, I'm really looking forward to this update. Um, and it sounds like it's it's going to be on par at least in terms of entertainment value with uh, with Tiana's place on the Disney Wonder. So I think um, I think with with Tiana's place being so successful and so well received, I think they're they're really going for that um, that 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 dinner show experience, immersive experience. I think I think Tangled, um, I think Rapunzel's Royal Table is going to be uh, is going to is going to be just that. The magic, uh, like I mentioned, is expected to undergo her dry dock enhancements on February twenty third. Um, after which, I, I I definitely hope to do an episode that provides information um, on all the significant updates once that information comes out. In the meantime, this show must go on, and I need to award a point in the dining category. So. Though my opinion may change, so I'm gonna deli- I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna disclaim this a little bit. Um, the, my opinion might change two months from now, but as it stands, the point goes to the wonder um, because Tiana's place supposedly, <laughs> even though I have an experience for myself, trumps trumps the main dining experience, um, the main dining experiences at all the other restaurants across the fleet. So, point goes to the wonder. Next, we'll focus on the adult areas of the ships. After Hours is the name of the uh, the the adult um, area, which is located on Deck 3 Forward um, and is the entertainment hub spot on the ships catered exclusively f- to adults on a nightly basis. The trendy nightclub-type spaces on the Wonder and the Magic are... Azure and Fathoms, respectively. The the decor in both um, is a, is inspired by the deep blue ocean, with with vibrant colors, wavy walls, and uh, and under the sea upholstery and furnishings. And adults in in these spaces can enjoy um, after hours karaoke, game shows, comedy acts, live music and dancing. Um, and re- and really just enjoy acting kind of carefree without without the kids. So um, definitely a place to check out if you're an adult and for I guess a more relaxed and low key atmosphere. Um, adults can check out the Cadillac Lounge on the Wonder and Keys on the Magic. The Cadillac Lounge is is a is a cozy piano bar um, set amid a classic Hollywood setting uh, inspired by a 1950s Cadillac Eldorado. And similarly, Keys is also a piano bar inspired by the famed um, piano bars of the golden age of Hollywood. And 
they also have live music in each of these lounges. So if you want kind of a more relaxed, low-key experience, these are definitely the places to check out. And finally, Crown and Finn on The Wonder and O'Gills on The Magic are your local pub-style lounges uh, that are great places to catch live sporting events, play board games, or, or simply just catch up with, um, with family and friends. The Crown and Finn closely resembles um, a local British tavern, uh, while O'Gills will uh, will transport you to uh, a street corner pub uh, in the streets of Dublin, and, and is is really similar to O'Gills on the Fantasy. But the unique thing about O'Gills on the Magic is that it it transforms into the Snuggly Duckling on nights um, that Tangled the musical is performed, and if you if you're familiar with the movie, Snuggly Duckling is um, is the bar that um, that, Rapun- that Rapunzel um, and Flynn f- visit as uh, as as they're as they're making their uh, return to the castle. And it, it's I love this about the magic. I love that they do this. So from the updated decor to bartender costumes to revised names on the menus. They they really do a great job at 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 immersing you in in the tangled story and and I just I I just love this I I, I think it's a, a really cool thing I I kind of wish they would make it permanent um, in O'Gills that they would just make O'Gills the snuggly duckling but um, they have not done that thus far but for this reason um, I give the magic the nod on the adult spaces in this uh in this classic ship showdown so as was the case in our dream class showdown (laughs) we're tied at two after four categories what a strange and completely unpredictable coincidence that is (laughs) the kids areas on the wonder and the magic are, are are all pretty similar um first off there's the the small world nursery for kids ages zero to three and it's important to note here that uh this space is is extremely limited in the nursery so advanced reservations are are definitely highly recommended and and there is uh that hourly fee for nursery so keep that in mind if you're um if you're planning to take advantage of that the kids clubs um, like their sister ships are each kind of sectioned off within this within the the overall larger space um, into different areas with different themes that provide the kids with tons of options and variety um, if you have kids who will be visiting the the, the kids clubs I, I definitely would highly recommend that you that you visit them during the open house um, on the first day prior to embarkation and just to just to check out everything that's going on in there, it's really it's really fun to see all the things that they, the kids have available to them. Um, but after that, after uh, after that first day, you you likely won't be allowed back in. So um, definitely take advantage. I, they might actually do other open houses um, on other uh, during other times, but um, definitely you can definitely only go in during the open house period. So um, take advantage of those. Um, the the different areas in the the Oceaneer Club on the Magic are Andy's room, which features a giant slinky dog slide, 
Marvel's Avengers Academy, where where kids can can summon their inner superhero, the the Mickey Mouse Club, where kids can tinker and, and play different games, um, and Pixie Hollow, which if you, which I, I I sort of mentioned on the previous episode. Um, because the similar space on on the the dream class ships, but kids can play dress up here, and there's sort of age appropriate um, computer games that they can that they can play as well. On the Wonder, you also have um, Andy's Room and Marvel Superhero Academy, um, but you also have a Disney Junior themed play space um, and a Frozen Adventures area, and in both spaces, the the cast members have tons of disney animated activities for the kids to participate and uh so there definitely will be no shortage of of fun in the kids clubs that's for sure the ships have spaces for teenagers as well so edge is the space for the i'll call them the tweens ages 11 to 14 and and this space allows them to connect and 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 interact with other um, with others their age while also providing them with with high-tech entertainment and and really cool counselors that are, are ready to um, to lead in uh, in engaging activities and there's also a space for older teenagers which which I actually forgot to mention um, in my previous episode um, called vibe vibe is for passengers ages 14 to 17. Um, and is similar to Edge in that it, it was specifically designed with, with this age group in mind. Um, Vibe offers a, a trendy and, and modern hangout space where teens um, are encouraged to interact with one another um, while they listen to music or watch TV or just engage in activities that, uh, that the youth counselors put on. And these lounges are open from 10 a.m. to <laughs> to 1 a.m. So it's entirely possible that you may never see uh, see your teens throughout your whole trip. <laughs> so um, as I was going through the kids' spaces, I was trying to come up with with something that would would really differentiate um, at least one of the spaces from the others. And and it was really really hard to do. They're so similar um, that it, that I. I couldn't really award a point to one or the other without just randomly picking one. So in the spirit of fairness, I will not award a point in the kids activities category. The next activity, uh, excuse me, the next category I want to go over is shopping. Um, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time in this category because um, all the main shops are, are essentially the same as those on the Dream and the Fantasy. So you have Shutters, which is where, you, um, where you'll find all your pictures that are taken throughout your trip. Um, sea Treasures, Mickey's Main Sale, White Caps, um, and, and the Vista Art Gallery. And if you, if you want a little more detail on those offerings, um, I, would, I would direct you to Episode 8 where I, I, touched, I touched briefly on each one of those. Um, for this episode, though, I will also add in Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique to this section, um, which is also available on the Dream and the Fantasy, but was not mentioned in my previous episode. So, if you're unfamiliar, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is a, a special salon where you can bring your kids and have them transformed into beautiful princesses, 
um, pirates, princes. Um, so they'll 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 um, they have a salon in there where they'll they'll do your hair, um, they'll do nails, makeup, glitter, all those all those kinds of things. And my wife, for one, definitely can't wait till uh, till my daughter has enough hair to to bring her to Bibbidi Body Boutique. Um, for her princess makeover um, and and they have tons of different packages that that you can choose from so um, I definitely encourage you to to visit uh, Disney Cruise Line's website and go check out the different packages that are available but once again there's nothing really um, in the shopping category that I can um, definitively def definitively point to that that sets one ship apart from the other so I will not award a point in this category either which means it all comes down to the final category which is pool decks so each ship has the quiet cove pool for the adults um, located um, at the forward part of the the ship and the goofy family pool at midship and each also has an aqua lab section which if you recall um, is a multi-level splash zone area for kids of all ages um, complete with sprouting geysers tipping buckets leaky pipes and all other uh, interactive elements that are designed just to maximize the 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 soakage <laughs> the the spaces also include um, a a very popular twist and spout looping water slide which which ultimately settles into the into the aqua lab pool um, so here's where the the two differ a little bit the Disney Wonder has a Dory's Reef area that is uh, that's dedicated to infants um, and toddlers ages three years and younger which is a lot like Nemo's Reef on the Dream Class ships, it's it's not as big, but um, similar similar things for for kids of that age to do in in Dory's Reef. The Disney Magic though has an Aqua Dunk slide located in the forward funnel, so this slide um, is not like the the water coaster Aqua Ducks. Um, this one plummets you three stories. Um, and out over the side of the ship. I personally am a sucker for these kind of thrill rides, um, which is one of the reasons I love the aqueducts so much on the Dream Class ships. And and when the Disney Wonder returned from her her dry dock several months ago, I was I was pretty disappointed uh, to learn that it, it it wasn't going to incorporate. Um, one of these signature water slides. I was really looking forward to seeing what they would come up with um, and, and see if they were going to put something different on it. But but they didn't. Um, I, I'm guessing maybe it had something to do with the amount of time the ship spends in Alaska, but I really have no idea. That's just speculation. Um, however, it does mean, though, that it costs the wonder a point in the pool decks category so the point here goes to the magic which means the magic is victorious um, so there you have it um, just to recap the wonder sails the better itineraries the magic has the better stage shows the wonder for now anyway has better main dining restaurants 
The Magic has better adult spaces. Um, the kids' spaces and the shopping um, areas are equally as amazing on both ships. <laughs> um, and in the end, the pool deck is better on the Magic, which means that the Disney Magic is your classic ship showdown winner and will square off against the Disney Fantasy um, in the battle for the top ship in the fleet. So... Don't forget, I, I've gone on record as, as saying the, the Disney Wonder is my favorite ship. So I've left my personal bias aside um, for the sake of an objective and highly scientific analysis. So <laughs> congratulations to the Disney Magic. I, I hope you have enjoyed this episode and, and now have... Um, a, a good idea of what's available to you on each of the ships and, and what makes each of them so much fun and so unique. That was really um, the point of these two episodes and my intent, um, just to, to provide as much information as I could about the, the similarities and the differences between um, the four ships. And, and doing it in this competition-like manner I, I thought might make it just a little more interesting than than just listing off the facts so hopefully that has been the case um, you hopefully you have enjoyed this and um, and have um, have have enjoyed following along um, don't forget there this the these lists definitely were not all inclusive there's definitely things that um, that I left out that that will make your vacation um, even more magical. But my hope is that that maybe you learn something um, that you might not have already known before, um, and so that will that'll do it for the the classic ship showdown. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great week. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude, or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com/dcldudepodcast. Please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes uh, and leave me some feedback. And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.